This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1540 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Know what you should do. I thought the chorus was coming there. I thought I was going to go right into tell her about it, but we don't have time to wait it out now. <laughs> you know what you should do, and everybody looked at me, and he didn't go into tell her about it. Forgot about that extra part of the opening verse. Big Billy Joel fan. We get a lot of Billy Joel at it. Um, know what you should do. There, there it works. Hour number two is here. Big thanks to hour one sponsor. Bory Law Offices, Bory Law, downtown Decatur, of course, uh, specializing in bankruptcy, family law, update the will. Uh, a lot of things you don't want to have to do in life uh, that, that you might need a lawyer for, but if you do need them, they're going to help you through the process. 422-2400 is the number, 422-2400, Bory Law Offices. We move into hour two, brought to you by Dale's Southlake Pharmacy, Coley's Corner Drugs, one south, one north, Dale's down in South Shores, Coley's run, uh, running that one, uh, is Erica up in Forsyth, a couple great Unbelievable locally owned businesses that are, uh, of course, friends helping friends, but you know it's more of a family atmosphere once you're in there and you take your pharmaceutical needs to them. And you need them in the middle of the night, they're going to get it to you. You know whatever it takes. A couple great places to do some shopping as well. Fannie Mae candies, Yankee candles, whatever it might be. Well, you might not be doing any shopping in there for just a little bit, as we are under mitigations. As uh, as the state is going down, check out natdicator.com. Get all updated. On what's going to happen on Monday, but right now we got we get the hour started. We get a chance to uh, to make the shift. We talked to Betsy Laundergan a week ago, uh, I believe it was, and uh, and now the incumbent of the seat for uh, for Congress is Rodney Davis, and he joins us on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. The fact I know about Rodney Davis that sticks out. Raiders fan, are, mm-hmm. are, are we still supporting him even though they went to Vegas? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I've been with him through uh <laughs> I've been with him through Oakland, LA, back to Oakland, <laughs> Vegas baby. I was kinda hoping they'd come to St. Louis. Yeah, well hey, yeah, why not? That wouldn't be too bad. Five hundred team, it looks good. It looks good. How's uh what, yeah. what, fifth fifth time you've done this, Rodney? You know, the first time obviously uh, you, you won by uh, what, about a thousand and two votes, I think I saw. Uh yep. which which you won by twice that last time against Betsy, but you know, the conversation it was less than one percent. Um, what, what's it like when you're going into a, you know, a, a tough battle? It hasn't been pretty. People are, you know, there's a lot of negativity coming out of this one. I don't know who did it first, but I don't care. You know, you, you, you people react. You know, you've got to react the way you do when, when things are said about you. I'm not I'm not challenging you or or, or, uh, or questioning anything anybody's done, but this hasn't been pretty. You knew you're in for a dogfight. I'm guessing. Absolutely. I mean, it's no different than getting on the football field. Yeah. You know that the other team's coming after you. They've got the money to, to play offense and defense and, and you've got to be able to go out there and, and talk about, you know, run your play calls, talk about what you've done successfully, what I've done successfully after you've given me the privilege to, to represent you in Washington. I said I was going to go to D.C. back in 2012 when I first asked for your vote to go address agriculture, transportation and infrastructure and student debt. And I have a track record of success on all three of those issues. So much so that we just passed a student debt relief bill that's huge. Employers can now be incentivized to help people pay, pay down their student debt, people who work for them. This is a big deal that's going to help us solve that crisis in the country. Is that, I, I would, I've asked anybody who's, a, who's an incumbent, I mean, is that what you're most proud of right now? And, and feel free to elaborate on anything else you're, you're most proud of since you've been in office. Oh, I, I'm very proud of our record of bipartisanship, Eric. I mean, I'm ranked the 13th most bipartisan member out of 435 House members. Mm. Number one most bipartisan member out of Republicans and Democrats in the state of Illinois. And it is, it is something I promised I would be when I first went to Washington. I've lived up to that commitment. You know, our farmers are crucial to our, our economy. You know, we have some of the agribusiness giants in Decatur, but it takes products from our fields to make those those companies successful and able to hire thousands of people in Macon County and the surrounding areas. I've helped stabilize our farm policy by passing two farm bills, infrastructure investment. We were at Decatur Mass Transit District not too long ago talking about the investments made in 
in Decatur and surrounding areas and infrastructure investment. But I also have four public universities and four private universities, including my alma mater, Millican, and eight community college districts that I know are important to Courtney, uh, like Richland and so many people. This is, you know, this student debt relief bill is a voluntary private sector partnership approach to help people get out of crushing debt that many kids are coming out of our universities and colleges with. It's a win-win for employers. They're incentivized to offer it, and it's a win-win for tax-free benefits up to $5,250 per year for every graduate that's going into the workforce and everyone who has debt in the workforce right now. It's a promise I made and a promise I delivered. Well, congratulations on that. That's great. Uh, You mentioned agriculture a little bit. There's still fights in that world, right? I mean, what, what... And you can talk about anything you want here, but but if you get reelected, you know what what are the next couple? I don't know, six months to a year. What's most important on your on your slate in your mind that you need to accomplish? Number one is is being victorious over this virus. You know, we came together as Republicans and Democrats at the beginning of this pandemic and created passed four bills that, that are now commonly referred to as the CARES Act. In those bills, we invested hundreds of millions of dollars in vaccine development. And we are now about to see the fruits of that investment, investing, partnering with American companies. And Dr. Fauci even told us just not too long ago, he expects a vaccine for the most vulnerable and our healthcare workers by the end of this year. That's a success. Remember, we can Monday morning quarterback this pandemic response until the cows come home. But no one, Republican or Democrat, was prepared in Washington to address the pandemic. But we had created an opportunity to have a vaccine for a disease we didn't even know existed on Earth a year ago. Yeah. And and that is huge. That should be celebrated. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think we don't take enough. Uh, I, I think it's something that the American people don't get enough uh, information about how close we are to really vanquishing this disease with a vaccine it's talking about the the you know staying with the pandemic when we're past it what what's the next level of of cleaning up what what it left in its path well number one we've got a monday morning quarterback our response to that we've got to bring supply chains for ppe back to the united states of america we've got to make sure that we never get caught flat-footed with a future pandemic ever again That's number one. But number two, we got to get back to the economic growth and historic low unemployment that we had. We right now, just yesterday, saw announced the most, the absolute most economic growth in a quarter that's ever been seen in our nation's history. That tells me that what we did by creating the PPP program to keep our modern pop shops alive during this pandemic and our local communities, our perpetual sales tax base alive, uh, is working and we can get back to that economic growth. And that means having markets for our farmers. That means investing in infrastructure so that we can rebuild our crumbling roads and bridges and keep people in in the workforce and the labor workforce employed. Those are my priorities. Brother Rodney, how you doing, Congressman? Good. Cody, how you doing, buddy? I'm phenomenally well, just like yourself. And I got two questions. One is a, a, a simple question, but the first question is, what do you say to individuals when they say, there's a um, as it as it relates to the conflict in healthcare and you repealing um, healthcare for million uh, millions of struggling people and we're in this pandemic. Well, I'm not trying to repeal our healthcare uh, for anyone in the midst of this pandemic, and anybody mm-hmm. who says that is uh, is offering an outright lie. Uh, I've offered plans during this pandemic that would allow many Americans to be able to remain on their own insurance, their employer-based insurance, even when they don't have a job at that employer. Because like my, I would tell you when my wife went through uh, colon cancer 21 years ago, I would have not known what to do if I was forced to leave an employer-based plan that many Americans, most Americans utilize, and then go on to a subsidized Medicaid plan that could have disrupted her treatment, which is why mm. I introduced the bill to allow Americans during this pandemic to get subsidies to stay on the plans and the treatments that they're used to. Mm-hmm. That's a common sense way. That's mm-hmm. the furthest thing from trying to take health care away from anyone. Got you. Got you. Know. I do have another question. Now, 
uh, I, I know this is a serious topic, but I have to ask you this. Um, peanut butter Reese cups are Kit Kats. <laughs> we, we, we've been talking. Reese's peanut butter cups are Kit Kats? Yes. How about I blow How about I, I tonight, I will tell you, I've, I've got a bag of candy that's supposed to be for Halloween mm-hmm. that I've already eaten half of, and they have Reese's cups and Kit Kats. I have eaten more Kit Kats than Reese's cups. Hey, well, I told you, Eric. You tonight, yeah. I'm Good answer. Kit Kat and dip it into a Reese's cup and see how that tastes. You, you, you might have just lost fifteen hundred votes. <laughs> hey, good answer, uh, Congressman Davis. We just we just did a candy tournament here, and the three of us with Dominique, we we uh, peanut butter cups won. That was the final. So, was well, that it? Hey, you know you know what's been most popular in that bag? Candy for me. Almond uh, Joyce. I love coconut. Oh, I just said everybody eats them are weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm a member of Congress. Isn't that a given? Okay, fair enough. As long as we we all have to own our weird. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, you know, one more serious topic is the topic of race right now going on in, right. in this country. and um, I'm learning as we go. I think a lot of white people are learning a lot of things as we go. I mean, do do you feel like this country should never stop learning? Oh, no, we've always got to learn from our mistakes. Look, I, I mean, Courtney's got a personal experience on issues like this mm-hmm. from, you know, decades ago. Right. I mean, that's what makes America great, is that we learn from our our mistakes in history. And there's no better place to learn than where we're at in central Illinois, where we have, we, we have buried the president who created the Emancipation Proclamation and took what was historically terrible for our nation and allowed us a path to move forward. But we still have to do more. And what is frustrating to me is that, uh, you know, we still saw what happened tragically to George Floyd. But at the same time, we've got to do things to honor those law enforcement officers, like the two brave African-American police officers who ran toward gunfire so that me and my friends a few years ago could run away from gunfire on a baseball field. Mm -hmm. And let's make sure we hold people who are corrupt, who who commit crimes like we saw against George Floyd and others, hold them accountable. But let's also remember that we live in the greatest country in the history of the world, where we, working with the Trump administration, passed for the first time criminal justice reform. We have historic low minority incarceration rates. We don't see petty drug dealers going to jail to settle a prison for longer sentences than Jared the subway guy who was a pedophile that had money for a good lawyer. Yeah. That has changed and, and and I was really proud to lead the charge in helping to make sure that the Trump administration and Democrats in Washington worked with us to get that passed. Uh, do you have an opinion on the, on the graduated income tax? It's obviously a very hot topic, uh, especially among small business owners. I think it's terrible. Uh, you know, only in Illinois, where you have people who fail to make good fiscal decisions in Springfield, tell you that they're going to raise taxes on on only only those people who can afford to leave. And then they're going to come to all of us because they would now be given permission to raise everyone's taxes on a graduated level because of this amendment on the rest of us who aren't leaving Illinois to make up for the revenue that they're projecting to get from people who are just going to leave our state, Mm. just like they have been. I think it's short-sighted. I don't want to give Springfield any more opportunities to raise your taxes. They just raised everybody's taxes. 66 percent not too long ago and they didn't make decisions that they needed to make in springfield to put us on a better fiscal path well any um i definitely courtney if you, if you don't have another one uh congressman do you have any uh anything you'd like to touch on maybe we didn't that we didn't ask you look hey it's a privilege to, to chat with you guys look I, I i've known both of you for years uh, you know i'm somebody that if you've got an issue you can pick up the phone and you can give me a call that, to me, is what a member of Congress should be, accessible, willing to solve problems that don't always get the headlines. The issues I brought up tonight aren't in the 24-hour news cycle all the time, are they? Yeah. But yeah. they're bipartisan solutions that I told you I was going to put in place, and I lived up to that promise. That's why I'm asking for your listeners to consider giving me an opportunity to continue to serve you in Washington by giving me your vote. 
uh, which takes you to what my last question always is. If people want to reach you, how do they do it? You, 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 is it an email? Is it a website? And you can go to my website anytime. It's uh, rodneydavis.house.gov. If you want to call me, you got a problem with Social Security. you got a problem with Medicare or the VA. Call my office. We want to help you. It's 217-791-6224. 217-791-6224. Or go to rodneydavis.house.gov, and you can send me an email. Gotcha. Just curious, what are your next 48 hours like? <laughs> I've been down in... Uh, southwestern part of my district all day today, Jerseyville, Hardin, Brussels, uh, Grafton, uh, Roxana, and Edwardsville, heading north right now again, and I'll be back down here knocking on doors in Madison County tomorrow and really making that final push. Yeah. Uh, we'll be all around the district over the next four, next 72 hours and, and talking about our successes and, I, and, and our willingness to listen. I really believe we're going to have a great Tuesday. Well, we wish you the best. Good luck to everybody. Rodney, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for the time. I think your Raiders are going to crush the Browns on Sunday. I've got that in my pick em. All right. Hey, Rodney. We got all the way to the end before we, we lost. <laughs> I don't know if, you, if you can still hear, still hear us, Rodney, we can't hear you, but we appreciate the time. And thanks again, Congressman Rodney Davis, on the show. I wasn't pandering, by the way. I really think the, the Raiders are going to crush the Browns. For real? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, that's my pick of the week. The Browns are the Cleveland Browns, right? They are. I knew that. But they're pretty hot right now. Played really well. Came back came back and beat Cincinnati last week in the yeah. closing minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Raiders have to go on the road. It, it has every typical gambler's explanation of why you would go with Cleveland. But I like to flip on this one. Mm. I like to flip. I'm a really? big on the Raiders this week. Actually, I, I hit the Falcons last night. I felt pretty good about that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that yeah. was an upset. Uh, yeah. yeah. Football's fun right now. And this is the most sports-like matchup of, you know, just in my mm-hmm. mind. You know, these two faced each other two years ago. Uh-huh. Rodney won by, uh, let's see, 2,000 and like 900 and, or like 90 votes or something like that. Yeah, I mean, 2,000 votes. Uh, he won his very first race in 12 by 1,002 votes. Mm. Uh, so he's, he's won by less less than that 0.8% before. Uh, but this is but this is the same matchup now. Right. Betsy Londrigan. And it's on a year where the Democrats are pushing for more voting because they're the ones not in presidential office. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, a, if that's a mathematical thing that's been proven in the past, but I would just assume on a presidential year, whoever's not in office, the other side rallies the troops, mm-hmm. whether they win or not, mm-hmm. whether they win president or not. But does that mean more Democrats will vote? Could that be bad news for Rodney? I don't know. I mean, you, it, you rely on your track record, and it's you're always at a small disadvantage being the, the incumbent. I think mm-hmm. it just feels like you are. Yeah, you know, because no matter what, you're gonna well, you're gonna have voted in ways. It's hard to deceit an incumbent. It's a difficult task. It's it, it's hard to deceit an incumbent. You know, I, I guess it depends on your district. It mm-hmm. depends on what seat. Um, it's difficult, but however, you know, you only get two good. terms as a president, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think right. it's really hard to, to you know, there, there have been what six presidents that served one term and then lost the reelection. I think it is, mm-hmm. but it's easy if you vote. <laughs> That's the main thing you got to vote, and we we have a a, a fairly good uh, early voting turnout right now. So oh, it's the greatest voting. ever. Yeah, it's the greatest ever. Last number I heard was I think early yesterday seventy two million. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. talking about the state? No, I'm talking about the nation. Yeah, yeah. the nation. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I like Tuesday because I like sports, and mm-hmm. I look at that as uh, the scores are rolling in. Like mm-hmm. who won, who won this state? You know, and they give you the scores. But it is sure is it is going to kind of suck to probably not have an answer on Tuesday. And now, granted, we've had a couple elections where we didn't have an answer on that Tuesday night. Right. But will you watch it? Will you actually watch uh, the footage um, as it comes in, or will you just? It just really I. It just really depends. I don't know. I, to, to be totally honest, neither one of these guys that was running for president was my choice. So <laughs> you know? that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, will you watch like anything though? Is, is there are yeah, there races that oh, you know? Because sure. I mean, it's I'm fun. Super interested in this race. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun, man. It's exciting. It's like yeah. Uh, for me, what individuals you know when they everybody get together and watch the World Series or whatever. So, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Running for the office. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's in a head-to-head situation. Yeah. If it's like a, 
a board, school board or a city council where there's like nine candidates and four get in, that's probably a little different. Mm-hmm. But if it's head to head, if it's Scott Reeder, Tammy Wagner, like, man, it's you or them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just sure. couldn't imagine being the one running for that. Yeah. And, and having to adjust your mental stability on that night. Mm-hmm. Chubby, Chubby, when Chubby ran, man, that was like exciting and everybody was like, no. you know, when I ran, I kind of, I felt like I knew I won. So we celebrated before we even knew. <laughs> and then I went home and went to bed. Somebody called me and said, Hey, you won. I said, Oh, for real? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, but, uh, when, and of course, when Obama ran, we were down there and it was like, Oh my gosh, it was just, you were, was it Grant Park? Is that where? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we were in the hotel. I was with Reverend Jackson. Oh, you weren't. Well, Reverend Jackson. Was, yeah, while he was on the floor, we was we was upstairs. You were at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was kind of cool because afterwards, uh, they embraced each other after the whole crying scene and all yeah, that yeah, other yeah. extra good stuff. Yeah, it was a great embrace. So, you know, there's a lot of deeper stuff in that. Yeah, you know, it was deep that you that, and that you had told me about too. Which yeah, is cool to hear yep, stories. Yep, and, definitely. Um, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. If you miss Rodney Davis, we'll have that. And and if you miss Betsy Laundergan last week, you can go you can go mm-hmm. to nattycater.com and find all of our interviews. Uh, just head on back through time, talk to Dick Durbin, talk to his, uh, he's the incumbent for, for U.S. Senator, his running against Mark Kern. We talked to Scott Reeder and Tammy Wagner on the same day. Right. Uh, we talked to Sue Shearer, the incumbent for, uh, yep. for state rep, uh, the Green Party rep, uh, um, uh, John Keating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pulling that memory. Go ahead. Hey, say he's a Green Party. And then yeah. there, the, then the Republican candidates, Rod, uh, Charlie McGorry is coming up here in about seven minutes i want to see i will hope that's a, a fun interview which one of these interviews has been the most fun to you thus far not that you're voting for that particular person yeah but yeah which no. one has been fun? uh writing was fun writing was fun you know when yeah. you could talk a little sports and i don't oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I'm just gonna be honest i'm nervous before these because <laughs> we all know i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> we, we but know, you know you do we know you really I, do you know, when i asked that agriculture question mm-hmm. that was as logic that was that was as much <laughs> that i knew to ask there's there's stuff about like gas emissions. I don't know what any of that stuff means. Yeah. And, yeah. But you know what? I won't base my vote on that. <laughs> I won't right. base my vote on the things I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll base my vote on the things that I do know mm-hmm. from what people said. Yeah. In um, records are not in it. They're new. Betsy Longerton, and you, you know, yeah. you, you base it off of the character and yeah. their consistency, whatever the situation I, you, may be. But you, I'll tell you one thing you're not going to vote for the one that was cleaner because this was a, a you know, oh, I don't man. know dirty is the right term, but it was a, a dirty is not the Dirty would be unfair. They would probably say each other was unfair, but to uh, to us outsiders, this was just a very uh, I don't know personal. What's the right term for this? Uh, physical. <laughs> I mean, it was it was smashing each other. It was like ding ding ding, right? We have to play our ads. Oh man! When they're set, and when Dom put Betsy Londrigan on hold. The first thing that played was Betsy Londrigan is a liar. Oh my gosh. That was <laughs> and then, hilarious. And then you know what happens on the next commercial break? Rodney Davis is a liar. Or, you know, it's right. like, and that's why it was so refreshing to talk to Scott and Tammy in one day because they yeah. just said, this is why I should win. Right. Almost oh, definitely. Vote for me. I, yeah. I want your vote. This is why I should win. Senator so. Durbin was pretty much like that. Too. I, I understand having yeah. to say, I, you should vote for me over the incumbent because the incumbent did these things. I'm mm-hmm. not saying any of that is like yeah. bashing something, you know. Right. But man, these commercials just got hardcore. Yeah. My wife, appreci- my wife appreciates the extra 10 steps every day for all the, uh, for all the mail that we got that went directly into <laughs> our recycling bin. Uh, we don't really, do we really don't need them every day. It's not going to no, affect the vote really at all. Don't. And that's to everybody that's, you know, that they're, they're, we're getting both sides every day. But it's refreshing when you talk to a person and they're, not, they're just staying extremely positive. Tammy and Scott and, uh, Dick Durbin, they, and, and they were just extremely positive, man. I, you know, I, I kind of like those conversations. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, I guess that's I, the positivity of me. I just I don't say I'm a vote for it, mostly because if you go, why, you know, my reasoning, you know, we're not going to agree. Mm. But, you know, if, if you're going to try and challenge, you know, somebody's going to try to challenge me on why I'm voting for somebody. I'm, I'm going to choose my reasoning for him. And then you're going to tell me I'm wrong. And you're just, we're just going to take each other off. But you know what I would. So vote I'm not for? like Brian. I'm not going to tell you I'm voting for it. it, it you'll... You know what I would vote for? The uh, Eric Lee and Courtney Carson show by her. By, we should be on the ticket. <laughs> we should be on the ticket. The best radio show in America. They're absolutely fantastic. They're <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> Trust me, I know radio shows. <laughs> Thirty-one Academy. Get a break. When we come back. Charlie McGorry. Don't go anywhere. On the way to break. First, uh, first look this hour at a three-day weather forecast from the Rev. Courtney 
Carlson. This is your WSOY three day forecast. Today is sunny. He's a 33. (laughs) Today is sunny with a high near 50. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 33. (laughs) Saturday, sunny and windy with a high near 60. On Sunday, sunny and a high near 46 and high winds gust. (laughs) 33 miles. You ain't got to read all that wind stuff. <laughs> Again, this is your WSOY. Three day forecast. With your boy, the Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and stay healthy. This fall, our choice for Congress is clear. Lobbyist Betsy Londrigan is a Mike Madigan crony. In Springfield, Londrigan lined her pockets with Madigan's dirty insider deals. Then she took nearly 300 grand of Madigan's dirty money to buy a seat in Congress. Londrigan even took campaign cash from lobbyists under federal investigation for corruption and a rape cover-up. A Madigan machine politician, Betsy Londrigan would make Washington worse. There's a better choice. Our Congressman Rodney Davis is getting results for us. Rodney is taking on the big insurance companies to protect everyone with a pre-existing condition. And he's holding the big drug companies accountable to lower our prescription drug costs. And when the pandemic hit, Rodney secured lifeline loans for small businesses, helping to save over 2 million Illinois jobs. Rodney Davis is on our side. I'm Rodney Davis. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Rodney for Congress. 422-2400 is still a phone number you need to save just in case. At 422-2400, Bory Law Offices has over 35 years of helping a Decatur community in need of bankruptcy, divorce, and family law. At 422-2400, Andrew Bory is that friendly voice in a time of need, also with estate planning, preparing a will, and plenty more. So whenever you need them, call Bory Law Offices at 422-2400 at 225 South Main Street in downtown Decatur. When you hear paid for by friends of Sushir, that means paid for by Mike Madigan. You see, Sushir has taken almost a million dollars from Mike Madigan over the last eight years. In fact, almost all of Sushir's support comes from Madigan and his allies. A vote for Sushir is a vote to keep Madigan in power. We cannot afford this corruption anymore. Don't let Mike Madigan buy the seat again. Hi, I'm Charlie McGorry, retired Decatur firefighter, military veteran, former small business owner, and a lifelong resident of Macon County. I remember when Illinois thrived as a state, touting its agriculture, workers, businesses, and more. The last eight years have been particularly tough, though, under Sue Shearer, Mike Madigan, and the Chicago Machine. We need to get serious about solving our budget crisis, protecting our small businesses, growing jobs, and fixing ethics in our state government. I'm asking for your vote for me, Charlie McGorry, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Charlie McGorry. During the midst of this health care crisis, you can continue to count on the trusted staff at Dale's Southlake and Coley's Drugstores to continue to bring you fast, friendly, and reliable pharmacy services. We encourage customers to utilize our home delivery service, curbside delivery, or our drive through window. Don't forget to download our free Coley's Drugs app to submit refills for your medication anytime. Our friendly staff can help you pick out Fannie Mae candy, cards, puzzles, or other over-the-counter items. Call us today at 429-5165 for all your pharmacy needs. We're friends helping friends. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Hour 2 continues. Eric Lee Show, Richard Community College's Courtney Carson. We're downtown Decatur. And we're living in America. <laughs> this is in Rocky, right? It is in Rocky. Yeah. Was this was it in Coming to America too? I don't know. I can't remember. Is that what's that second one? What's that new Coming to America coming out? December? We might not be back. Man, we need to that needs to hear him come out. But this was a uh, Eddie Murphy kind of comical type deal. He's like, in the hot tub. Uh, yeah, he did uh like he did James Brown on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Not not the year he I don't think it was the year that he was in the cast, but I think he did it when he hosted the show. Anyway, 36 and counting, hour two, marching on. And uh, our last interview of the week, we get a, a chance to, to chat. We, we, we talked to the incumbent of the uh, 96th District, 
of the Illinois House of Representatives, the incumbent Sue Shear. We talked to her earlier in the week uh, on Monday. Also on Monday, we talked to the Green Party candidate, John Keating. Now we get a chance to talk to the Republican Party candidate, Decatur Guy. I don't know uh, if uh, if you if if this is going to disappoint you or not, but it's going to remind me of that barbecue bacon chicken sandwich at McGorry's Golf and Grill. So, uh, Charlie McGorry's with us, retired fireman. I, I long for your chicken sandwich, Charlie. <laughs> oh, I tell you, those were the days, Eric. I mean, we had some really, really good food out there. Absolutely. Hey, I still get calls from people going, uh, hey, do you have the recipe for this? Do you have the recipe for that? Did you make your own salad dressings? Is that another thing sticking out in my head? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we I... made probably uh, 75% of our own salad dressings. Yeah. We start with a base and then add things. Make, gotcha. Make it uh, a flavor profile that worked for us. Yeah, man, it was, uh, it was good stuff. And you could play golf indoors back when we could hang out with each other in mm, person. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Different world kind of like back then. The Wrigley Field, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I asked Cordy at the beginning of the show, I said, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, we're talking about, so we got a couple of politicians on a day. I go, I don't know. Do we technically call you a politician yet since you're running or do you need to win before you call yourself one? Or will you ever call yourself a, a politician? I don't think I'll ever qualify for that, uh, that <laughs> moniker. I prefer to be, uh, recognized as a citizen legislator. Fair enough. And a retired firefighter, of course. And a retired firefighter and a retired businessman and all the other things, yeah. You uh, you chose to jump in this race, I think, right what, right around the primary? No, it was after the primary. Yeah, actually. that's right. And uh, that, that put us, you know, we had to jump through some extra hoops. We had to get uh, 500 signatures in less than 28 days, and we ended up with 1,200 signatures mm-hmm. in 14. So we kind of excelled on that. So you, it, it, what what was it that that pushed you? What, what was it? I mean, it, it sounds like you had enough uh, support. Obviously, I did have a lot of support. I had a lot of people calling me. Uh, just my breadth of experience, both uh, in business, uh, on the fire department, working on the pension board, and negotiating teams, plus uh, my supervisor experience at Firestone for nine years. Uh, you know, it just gives me a good broad base. And a lot of people thought that, with the common sense that. Uh, I've kind of uh, got them to realize that I do have, you know, it's something that's really lacking in Springfield. But uh, they they asked me, and I said, after five days of talking with my wa- lovely wife, who's just recovered from uh, stage four metastatic breast cancer, oh, we both wow. decided it might be a good thing. What uh, what was what, what do you think was the final factor that said, you know what, let's give it a try? Just wanting to help. That and last year, the state legislature and all their wisdom decided to vote uh, to pool all of the downstate firefighter pension funds into one pool so that uh, East St. Louis, Alton, uh, cities that are much, much poorer and have not been able to fund their pensions mm. are now in a pool with us. Well, I, you know, I spent uh, four years on the pension board here developing a program and changing our investment policies and procedures and we took our pension from uh probably 40 million to 100 million hmm. so you know we're going in fully funded we're not quite fully funded but as fully funded as any any uh, location in the state as well as springfield they're in good shape too so now you know firefighters in all these smaller communities that don't have the wherewithal to fund their pensions are going to be drawing money off of our taxpayers uh input gotcha so that was, that was kind of the final straw i just said you know enough stuff you uh i i assume you're running to win you're not running for experience to run again down the road or something i think some people might run for different reasons um yeah. if you if you do win are you ready for this political life i think i really am you know you know me i i i love to talk to people yeah mm-hmm. I, I love to listen to people and I'm a hard worker. I, when I was on the fire department, I worked other jobs. When I was on midnight shift at Firestone, I built houses during the day. I'm not afraid of 12, 14-hour days. That doesn't scare me at all. Uh, what, what, are, what are some of the key topics here you're running on or, or against? Or uh, You tell me how you're, you're basing it. Well, you know, we really want to stress job creation. That, you know, My opponent hasn't done very well in that respect. Uh, I, in turn, have you know, help start up three or four businesses that have employed upwards of 100 people. Uh, the fair tax response, it's not really a fair tax. Mm. What we really need to do, rather than increase taxes, is prioritize our spending and cut non-essential items from the budget until we get to the point where we can, you know, spend things that 
and buy things that are not necessary. What do you see as important first uh, 90, 120 days in your position linked to the coronavirus? Oh, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Uh, the coronavirus is very, very serious. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I think, though, that it's mutated since it first came in. I personally have a a problem with the testing procedures. You know, I, I hope all the results that are coming in are, are actually true and factual, but I'm not real sure that they are. You know, I wear a mask when I go into somebody's business when it's required. You know, I encourage people to social distance and, and use proper hygiene, which I think will actually, you know, the hygiene aspect of it, with people washing their hands much more frequently now, I think we're going to see a lot fewer, uh, you know, normal normal head colds and, and normal flus than what we have in the past. Yeah. But uh, we also need to balance it out and, uh, you know, support our locally owned businesses because if uh, they enact this going back to stage three on Monday, it's going to put some of our local restaurants in a really, really, really bad position. Mm. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And that's the next level after we finally do clear this hurdle, right, is the the, the path that coronavirus left us, you know, as far as communities, people are going to be struggling financially, but also especially businesses. Yeah, so you know the we're going to have to get on our U.S. Uh, senators and representatives and get uh, get this PPP program extended or uh, you know broadened. But we also need to uh, look at making sure that these monies go to small businesses instead of these large conglomerates. Uh, you know, they're going to survive anyway. You know, Walmart didn't shut down. Amazon didn't shut down. All these large corporations didn't shut down. As a matter of fact, their businesses went up anywhere from 50 to 100%. Mm. So they, they're making a killing during this uh, this period of time while the small businesses, the mom-and-pop shops, are struggling to survive. And uh, the latest thing I saw was they expect almost 60% of independent restaurants to close within the next 12 months. That's terrifying. Mm. Charlie, yeah. you, you... you can't have our bar. You won't have gin mill. I mean, we've already lost uh, three or four downtown yeah. prior to COVID. Uh, so they are struggling. Absolutely. Well, one big thing about, I, I think especially, it's obvious in the in the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House, but I think the State House, you really got to be able to work with everybody. You feel you feel confident about being able to work with, with Democrats. So, you, you know, I don't know if you're a diehard Republican and, and you'd vote everything Republican and, and, and state party standard no. or, or you, 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 like, you, like, you, like, you like to talk to people. I'm a much more moderate person than, than a lot of the people over there. Uh, you know, I have probably 30, 40% of my friends, uh, are of the Democratic persuasion. You know, and we, we have discussions all the time about stuff, but we don't get mad at each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we just, uh, voice our opinion and talk about it. So I, I think that's one aspect, uh, of my ability to get over there and actually work with people. That's a big piece of the puzzle, I think. Yeah. That's a big piece of the puzzle. Charlie, anything, uh, you, you, what, what have you learned in this process here? Are, are, have you been knocking on doors, or are you, you staying pretty clear with the, the coronavirus? Uh, I've been knocking on doors. We've got uh, a great young staff, and they've been. We've knocked on roughly twenty eight thousand doors in the last four months. Wow! Wow! That's pretty good. That, that is a lot. Uh, we you know we take our precautions. We wear masks. We all carry little hands, uh, little bottles of hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we talk to somebody, uh, you know, we take a step back or two from the door. And everybody feels pretty comfortable. We've been really surprised at the, the friendliness of all the people that we've been able to get out and talk to. Has anybody, has there been a, any common um, things that people are bringing up when you're out there in public that maybe we haven't talked about yet? Is there is there anything that, that maybe surprised you what's coming from people? Uh, not really. It's it's pretty simple. Uh, most people bring up job creation. You know, we need we need good jobs. You know, we need uh, we need training for uh, for the crafts. You know, we've uh, the, the average age of the electrician right now is fifty four years old. So you know, we need young guys and gals to get into these crafts. You know, not just sit behind a computer and and doodle this and doodle that. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But because uh, I used to doodle all the time, just, and that was way before computers. <laughs> right. uh, but we need to get kids trained in all of these different uh, crafts. And mm-hmm. we've got some great unions around here that 
that have uh, apprenticeship programs. Uh, that's what I would really like to start doing is working with uh, both the educational system, uh, mm-hmm. getting more vocational classes taught, and mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, get with the unions and have them, you know, bring kids on and, and get them to where they're, you know, go through the apprenticeship and uh, get into journeyman status. What, was your, what would your first step be at, at encouraging more African-American participation in the uh, trades and unions and I think it, it starts in, in grade school and high school. We need to get them interested and show show them that you know just that you can make money. You can make fifty thousand dollars. You can make seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know, you, if you become a decent mechanic and you're really good. You can make a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these machines that we've got out there, they're going to need fixed. You can be a data processor, or you can be somebody that writes code. But you know, you're going to find jobs. If you're somebody that can actually fix a computer that's gone down, you're worth more than the other guys. Yeah. Uh, we have to instill that. Uh, you know, not everybody needs to go to college. I, I went to college. I spent two years there, and then I went back and finished a fire fire science degree. But uh, not everybody needs to go to college. You you can make a darn good living driving a truck, making sixty five thousand dollars a year. Being an electrician, a plumber, or a carpenter, making sixty seventy thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So we need to get into the high schools in particular and get kids interested. I know I was lucky. I was real fortunate. My dad taught me how to use a hammer, a saw, and and all that type of stuff when I was a teenager. Uh, you know, so I can build a house. Right. Boy, my dad I, didn't. I don't have to hire somebody to come fix my, you know, put a new screen door, and I don't have to hire somebody to build a new deck on my house. I can do it myself. Can I come over? Will you teach me how to use all those tools? Absolutely. I still have (laughs) most of them. Charlie, if people have questions for you, they're still on the fence. Uh, How do you tell them to get a hold of you? Uh, They can call me at 217-775-9074. Or they can just log on to Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-I-E, at charliemagory.com. That's M-C-G-O-R-R-A-Y. Nobody's ever spelled your name correctly on the first try in your life, I'm sure. You got it. Hey, and uh, (laughs) I I hear uh, Scott was talking about fencing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, he's a a fencer at Notre Dame, for crying out loud. Right. I didn't know which side of the fence he was on. <laughs> Shows you're an expert of the old Olympic sports. <laughs> Charlie, good talking to you, man. Best of luck to you. And I know uh, you've had a lot to do with a lot of good things in town. So we, we wish you the best and uh, on, on this new venture Tuesday. Either way, I'm sure you're happy Tuesday's right around the corner. I sure am. It's been a grind, but it's been a very, very educational experience. That's great. Good luck to you, Charlie. So long, and, uh, Charlie. We, we appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, thanks, guys. Running for 96 districts, ni- the 96th district of the only state House of Representatives, Charlie McGorry. Uh, he'll be a, he'll have the R by his name. The incumbent, Sushira, have the D next to hers. And, um, and they also have John Keating on there, uh, who have the G next to his name. If you want to yep. check out any of those interviews, they're all available. Well, Charlie's will be up there shortly, but now Decatur.com, uh, and we'll have, uh, today's interviews posted on Facebook as well. Now Decatur's Facebook page and Twitter. Charlie McGorry or Rodney Davis from, uh, just a little bit ago. Get a break. Come back. Put a wrap on the week. Tell you about the weekend. Illinois football here on WSOI and other things going on, uh, within these stations of New Off Media. Don't go anywhere. Last break. Last peak of the three day weather forecast. Courtney Carson. Today is sunny with a high near 50. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 33. On Saturday, sunny and windy with a high near 60. On Sunday, sunny with a high near 46 and wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Reverend Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and please stay healthy this week. And the phone lines are open, 875-1340. We're going to do a two for today. The State Farm Insurance Good Neighbor Giveaway brought to you by Rob Lippick, Mike Mandrell, and Allie Doolin. Uh, we're going to give away two winners, and you're going, to just, you're going to be able to head into the Mike Mandrell State Farm office on Pershing Road anytime, sooner the better. You get your choice. He started with 20, $25 gift cards to local places in town, and uh, we've given away about five or six of these, but we're going to give away two right now for a happy Friday. 875-1340. Dom will randomly pick two phone lines. Call throughout the break because she's got to answer two of you. 875-1340. State Farm. Good neighbor giveaway. Back to wrap up the show on this Friday. KC is best known for its barbecue and the city of fountains. Well, KC is bringing that famous barbecue smoke taste to your city at the all-new 
Kansas City Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for a switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for a switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. Come on down to Kansas City Barbecue Pit at 2645 North Oakland Ave. A full menu of what KC's famous for. Barbecue ribs, rib tips, brisket, pork, chicken, turkey, Polish, smoked taters, baked beans, potato salad, coleslaw. They even got desserts. Check out $7 all-in meal specials. Seafood Saturday, Jerk Fridays. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 12 to 5. For info or call-in orders, call 217-220-6090. Ooh-wee, gotta get it. Yeah! Emergencies can happen at any moment. That's why at HSHS St. Mary's Hospital, we have specially trained emergency medicine physicians, registered nurses, and other specialists available 24-7 who provide timely treatment with the utmost care. We are always ready, ready to save your life, ready to ease your pain, ready to calm your fears, ready to care for you today and every day. HSHS St. Mary's Hospital, always ready. A new home can change the quality of your life. It's an investment in your family. A new home is a major financial commitment as well. And that's why we're committed to providing you with the best mortgage possible. Come see us for a mortgage you can live with. We're an equal housing lender. Scott State Bank. Together we grow. Member FDIC. Customer focused. Community driven. Committed to you since 1887. Well, I was so excited last Friday to watch Illinois football. <laughs> but here's the thing. My mood got crashed down in a hurry. Mm-hmm. This week, there's nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get crashed down. Not tonight, anyway. There is a Big Ten football game on tonight, though. I can't remember who it is. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mark Tupper was so sad on Monday. <laughs> it was a sad affair. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Illinois does play Purdue tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock. We'll have pregame here on WSOY starting at 10. Purdue is a seven-point favorite. Illinois will be in single digits. They'll lose probably. They'll really? be in single digits. I'm going to call that one. And then looking at next Tuesday, we will have full Fox coverage next Tuesday on election night. So just keep that in mind. Uh, as we start looking ahead, tomorrow's Halloween. What's your Halloween plans? 90-mile bike ride. Yeah, I am going bike ride. <laughs> Getting home just in time to uh, I'm sitting at home, steal man. all the Chico sticks out of that, the, out of the bowl so no kids it. can eat them. That's it. Chico sticks. Let's get, bring me some. And that's Kit Kats. Anything but... These crappy peanut butter cups. Do not bring a peanut butter. If I if you come to my house with a, and ask for a peanut butter cup, I'm going to throw a Chico stick at you. That's because the kids in Elise already ate them because they're the best candy. <laughs> Edge either way there. We are, uh, we're winding things down, and mm-hmm. uh, W&D has put out a story. We don't always cross news report here, but uh, this may be about to get a little ugly. Talk to me. The mayor of Springfield is telling residents in the capital city, this is reported by W&D, uh, they will not be abiding by the new COVID restrictions come Sunday. Springfield Falls in Region 3, which will go into resurgence mitigations under the direction of the state of Illinois Sunday at 12.01 a.m. On Monday, the mayor will meet with Sangamon County Health Department, county administrator, and the county state's attorney to determine how the city of Springfield will handle the mitigations laid out by the state of Illinois. The mayor's office tells WD News they may not they may not follow the mitigations at all because they may not be able to enforce it. These mitigations include no indoor bar or restaurant services. Mm. WND News reached out to the governor's office about Springfield's decision. His spokesperson tells WND News uh, the governor has reacted to the lack of local law enforcement this week, or local enforcement this week, and sent us the quote below. And let's see, quote, local officials have a responsibility in this work as well. They are obligated to take action to keep their community safe and to carry out the laws and regulations on the books. When state and national public health experts and their own local health departments tell them things in their city, their town, and their county are getting bad. 
where people will get sick and die if they don't take action. Their job as a locally elected or appointed leader is the lead. No matter how loudly a minority of people may criticize them, no matter how big a personal challenge that may be, indeed, most often that's what separates good leaders from bad ones. Well, it's just kind of like chastise people. Uh, mm. I just don't need to read the rest of it because it's pretty much the same thing. Just kind of yell about people not being leaders if you are or aren't going to be. So that's the rest of the quote there, just about leadership. So WND is saying Springfield, they're not doing what, what, what Decatur is going to do on mm. Monday night at okay. 12.01 a.m. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we go into mitigations. Wow. No indoor. Try to take care of your, your local establishments. Drive up, carry out, drive through. If you're wondering who does what, we will have a guide. We'd have a guide available. It's being updated every day. It's on nowdecator.com. Uh, Lindsay Romano does great work with that, and she's mm-hmm. tried to update. It's going to have some information in there from the previous. I don't know if shutdown's the right term. That's what a lot of people are saying, but mm-hmm. the uh, or it's not a lockdown either, but the uh, the mitigations that are going. So we're going to have some some rough weeks ahead. You know, it's going to make it even more depressing. Next week at this time, it's going to be pitch dark outside. Right. So 5 o'clock next week will be what it's going to be an hour from now. And Mm -hmm. it's going to continue to get shorter and shorter days until, what, around December 21st? It's usually the shortest day of the year, and then start to ramp her back up. I don't think we need all of that, man. We need to just do right. We need to live in a state with more sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Let's all move so to that state. Yep. So, all right. We're going out like the temptation. Think about this. Let's mm-hmm. come back Monday with some things we want to accomplish during this next minor shutdown. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Maybe you want to read a book. Maybe you want to uh, accomplish mm-hmm. a, uh, a task. Maybe you want to watch a, a certain set of movies. Let's see if, what we can accomplish. Or, or, or let's offer each other a couple challenges. Yeah. You know, okay. something that's going to interest the other person. I'm trying to think about the other person. So don't be like, oh, you have to ride 90 miles on a bike. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so come up with something like that. I would, and walking, exercising, I'm good with that. But just don't don't try to turn me into Lance Armstrong mm-hmm. in the next uh, in the next month. I, I would assume it's gonna it's gonna be at least two weeks, and we we have to have seven straight days of less than six and a half percent, and we we're on our third straight day over eight percent. So. This might be a month. Hopefully it's not a whole ton more. Hopefully we don't go backwards. Maybe the cold weather and the early uh, sunset will send people home, and you'll try to support local businesses, and we'll care about each other enough to try to get this thing knocked out. Whether you like it, love it, hate it, believe in it, until the numbers go down, we ain't doing nothing. Right. Right. So so maybe in Springfield. guess you go out to eat over there tomorrow. We can all go out to eat tomorrow, but Monday is when it starts in town. Take care of each other, folks. Please do. See you Monday. Love a little. So long. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.